And welcome to another spectacular, fantastic, wonderful. You're overselling it. All right. Mediocre at best episode of Only Funny to Us. I am TJ. I'm Ben. I'm Cliff. Let's take pictures. And then we can send them to our booze. You're the only one that doesn't have a boo. Yeah, do you even have a boo? No, I don't. Let's all take pictures and send them to our booze. <laughs> Bay caught me sleeping. <laughs> Bay caught me sleeping. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't stand that word. Every time I hear that word, someone say that, refer to another human being as Bay. You know that was a I want to put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger. Bay, 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 bay. What are y'all trying to say? Nothing. Guns bae. in the car. <sighs> Nothing, Bay. Bay. Asses. All right, from now on, it'll be. Bay caught you slipping. We, you will now be referred to as Bay the entire show. Uh, no. What's up, Bay? No. It's my Bay. I won't answer. Oh, God. That, that, that just. <laughs> I'm going to go on a silent strike. <laughs> Does that make you feel some type of way, Steve? <laughs> Why don't you like it? It's just. Does your Bay not call you? <laughs> I'm what about your not, boo? I'm just not down. What about your boo? I'm just not down with all this modern day lingo. <laughs> yeah, join the club. Uh, yeah. Was so, he still scratching your pants? I don't refer to people. He's always as scratching that. something. He's always, always, always about that base. <laughs> about that base. No trouble. Oh God. All right, babe. All right. Well, the um, <laughs> look a couple of lo- local things. We've um, there's some festivals and stuff coming up. Uh, we'll start with the latest one that's going to come up actually way in January. The Leg Warmers for Literacy, Run, Walk, uh, and Break Dance to the Finish Line. It uh, benefits the Florence Area Literacy Council. It's going to be a walk, run, whatever you want to do, crawl. I know some people. Break dance. Break all the dance. Way break dance. I think that's yeah. what Steve needs to do. I know we're trying to get him to do this. I'd like to see Steve break dance. No, he should just be at the finish line break dancing for Popping the people. Locking. <laughs> for the people coming across. We'll get a big piece of cardboard. <laughs> I got some linoleum. There you go. And then we'll and then we'll we'll spray paint it up, decorate it up, and then you can uh, you can do the wind. Is that what it was? The windmill. Uh, be, we'll yeah, some, I guess. Yeah. We'll get you some Adidas. I can stand there and I can go. What is in your throat that makes it do that? <laughs> Something from your bay? Oh. Damn it, stop! <laughs> you know, you did that quite well. Do you practice that, like, in front of the mirror? No, I just tried that for the first time. <laughs> How many times have you said that? <laughs> Shut up! <clears throat> you say it with your bay? What's his name? <laughs> I mean, her name. Hey, baby. What's their name? name? <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. Uh, anyway, the event takes place Saturday, January 3rd of next year. It's going to be at 430 later in the afternoon where it's hopefully a bit warmer. It sounds like so far away of next year. <laughs> I know, but we're, we're actually getting very close. It's yeah, almost November. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for goodness sakes. Now, it'll take place at Fitness World, 902 Second Loop Road. Uh, that will be the start finish line. You'll, there's a subdivision that you'll you'll run through, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, for more information, you can get your registry done at carolinarunningcompany.com, carolinarunningcompany.com. Lots of different um, age groups and sort of stuff. Speaking of November, Pecan Festival. Pecan Festival is coming up. Um, November, huge, November 1st. Huge event. They draw like well, – I'm trying to remember what the latest um, – don't say we're going. I'm not saying we're going. I'm just <laughs> wow. He didn't say that. I didn't say we're going. Did I say we we're going? 
Did I say no, we're because going? Uh, Crowley, tell them why you say that. What happened? Because of you, TJ, I didn't get to meet Jason Voorhees. Hey. Because uh, we're going to get in the truck and go back there, and we're going to visit him, and we're going to see him. <laughs> and, 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 and. Did we? No. All right. Um, do I have Did a remote we? control that, no. that handles every, your every move? Well, I wasn't going to get wait, on that bus and drive wait, back, ride back there and wait, wait in on, line. Do you wait on me to go pee? Do you wait on me to go eat? What does this have to do with yeah. then you Jason don't, Voorhees? Then you could have gone back. If you really wanted I to go really that far, have if, gone back, you, you could know, have. You know, but the way I could have gone back there was not worth it. No, one of when the other, you could have driven me in your truck like you said you would do. One of the other uh, you did people say said that. that they would you take did you say back. That. And I also said no, that one of the other people said, said they would you're take, gonna you take you back. You're going to drive her? You're going to drive us in your truck I, back? I think we have the audio for that, don't we, somewhere? Yeah. We hold on. Let me, cue, let me but, cue that up. But I, oh, also did say, I also did say that if you really wanted to go, that Patsy would take you back in her truck when she was going back there. Yeah, but we don't have that on audio. Here's that clip. I don't Wait, I don't remember you saying that. I can't play the clip. Let's put a pause in here. Hold on a second. Yeah, hold here's, on. Here's, listen, listen to this. We're going to get back there and, uh, and try to chat with him here in a little while. So you said we can take your, uh, your truck to the back there, right? <laughs> Yeah, we could take. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to take the, uh, my truck down the back. We will be going back to try to, to meet them ourselves. You think you could get back there, get in line, meet Kane Hodder, get back out here within an hour? Actually, I really had no intention of going back there to meet him. All right, there we go. Okay. See, <clears throat> yeah, Steve, I didn't want to vindicate. I didn't want to go. Well, then why did you say we were going to go? I was trying to fill in fluff for the show. <laughs> okay, so now all of our listeners know that you're a liar. <laughs> I wouldn't say liar. I'm just full of. Shit. Oh, well, but thank you. Just bleep it. I will. It's okay. Right. It sounds better when it's bleeped. You sound better when you're bleeped. The entire show. <laughs> is, bleep, is bleep a euphemism and in this case? As a matter of fact, I think one time we'll do a show like that. The three of us will talk, and every time Steve <laughs> talks, we just go we, no had a con- we had a contractual uh, uh, problem with uh, Steve. <laughs> or Steve's and, uh, management company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's not allowed to be. He can sit in, but his uh, voice cannot be. Marion Marion Avenue Entertainment. <laughs> no, is it Marion Street? What is it? Marion. I don't know. Marion Street, I think. Will you stop that? I know I'll never be. Jesus. Oh, my God. Crowley, is it, it Marion Street or Marion Avenue? I don't Marion Street. Street, oh, okay. All right. So anyway, Pecan Festival, Pecan November Festival, 1st. Go to, Please go over and visit with them. This uh, and they, but they, they have, I mean, ton, I mean oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what, they're like 50, 60, 70, a bunch of people, people yeah. go through there. It's I don't, you know, I've insane. never been to a Pecan Festival mm-hmm. ever. I, I mean, I have. I've gone through a couple of them. I had to work I mean. through several, uh, several of them. And they've got, <clears throat> if I'm remembering correctly, somewhere like four or five stages of entertainment going on really at all times i mean okay. tons and tons of vendors car shows there's a whole street that's nothing but food well, I've been, so, well i certainly hope you didn't promise anybody you were going before oh god here we go i've just been stuck just in ignore him listen bay i'm sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> boo. that's my boo <laughs> <laughs> all right also coming up in november something that we are going to be a part of Oh God! Um, what is this? It's the Black Creek Arts Council oh, yeah. um, annual right. annual um, a cabaret. I'm waiting to hear him say we're going to cook Thanksgiving dinner for the homeless for like three thousand people or something. Four thousand. Uh, um, I'm a good cook. TJ's a good cook. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Cliff's a good cook. Yeah, Steve. Steve doesn't I know get, how to cook. I get first dibs on turkey. Okay, babe. So um, so the fifteenth. <laughs> 
November 15th. He's going to lose at it. the Black Creek Arts Council. Uh, it's their annual fundraiser. It's a big cabaret. A bunch of people are getting together, and we're going to do skits, and there's going to be singing. There's going to be music. It's just going to be a whole night of nonstop fun entertainment. Please define cabaret. Um, it's really just no entertainment. Yeah, just entertainment. No one's dressing in drag, even though I did last year. Well, you do that on the weekends well, anyway. Yeah. So it really was just an, uh, an average weekend for me. I dressed up as Betty White. Last like year, Mrs. Doubtfire. I did look like Mrs. Doubtfire. It was terrible. There's probably we, a picture somewhere. And we did the. Oh, uh, I know there is. There's uh, actually one on my Facebook page. Oh well, and soon it will be on ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be. Uh, but I, I did this get Dusty Muffins from Saturday Night Live. Yes, yeah, I don't remember that. No, mm-hmm. it's a it's a great was, one. Was that when Saturday Night Live was funny? Because I don't remember. Dusty Muffins sounds yeah. like a drag name. No, it was. Um, it kind of <laughs> does. Yeah. We'll we'll put the we'll we'll have to get the video up on our Facebook page to to oh, put good. some reference to it. There's no video of actually the performance. But there's pictures of the performance me dressed up as. Well, there was video, but it got injunctioned. <laughs> yeah, it was it was taken the, away. The judge said no. Nope. NBC Universal has filed suit. <laughs> but it will be a nice uh, a nice night of that. Now we are going to be doing some originals that we have yes. created. Yes, and they look to be quite fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, <laughs> it's, he's so committed. Look at him. Oh, he's mm-hmm. he's he's exploding with excitement. <sighs> I was agreeing with you. Bay, it's going to be a fun night. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think you liked that one finally. It really did. Aww. You got a little rise out of him, so to speak. Um, <laughs> also, you're still doing Creepy Hollow. Creepy is Hollow is one, it one more weekend or two? One more weekend. Next Just weekend, Halloween, okay. that uh, um, Friday night and Saturday night, and that is it. That's so it, if, okay. If you have not been out there yet, I know you guys got to be out there last, last night. night. Yep, we did. Now, did anyone go David. through? No, we did, did not. No, nobody went through. Mm-hmm. All right, so because I, I went through the weekend before, and it was it was a lot of fun. Really, was what, a lot what, of fun. As as we were finishing up last night, we could hear like what sounded like orchestra music or something coming from back there. What? Where is that at? What stop that, was that? The closest thing that that's got to be to is the pirate. The ship. pirate ship. Okay, yeah, because that's where you hear the explosions and it's cannon fire or something. Yeah, yeah. Can, cannon yeah, fire. And it's really a, an elaborate setup. But it is loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're there, because if it's, if it's... <laughs> last night we were we were waiting to leave, and uh, David had parked in where you parked, you know, by the DJ booth. Yeah. Well, when he went to go, when he went to leave back out, he couldn't get through because there was a car parked in front of the hay bale. So he went back through the woods and got no! lost back there driving around. Are you serious? <laughs> he was following. I think he was following Patsy. He said he, oh, said okay. he ended up ended up. Where the pirate ship was. Yeah, driving around <laughs> oh in his Jeep. I mean, everybody, the lines were empty. We were leaving, so I mean, it was just a but, couple more. But there's still people. Usually when oh, yeah. those lines are done, there's still like a long wait to get through oh, yeah, the house yeah, and the yeah. ride and all yeah. that. But he was back because we were like waiting for him out by the roads. We were going to the huddle house. And I called, I finally called him. I was like, where are you? He's like, dude, I got turned around in those woods back there. I was following somebody who didn't think that. I, he said, I don't think they knew where they were going either. Well, if Patsy knows, she owns the property. That's why I told him. I said, I think that was the owner's wife. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. She would know. Yeah. Now, what? Now you said David got in trouble by the parking police? The freaking parking police pulled him over in the parking lot. He drove in past him to come down where we were so he could park because, you know, we were working there yeah, for you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you see these flashing lights and as the car comes up behind him and he's david stopped i just kept driving yeah you know, i mean he was, that dude. he's a volunteer firefighter i mean he's he's helping out with the parking situation out there but he's got no authority out there none none whatsoever yeah but he I rides mean, around with those lights oh yeah and david sure stopped the dude pulled up next to him and asked him i don't know who you are or where you were david said i guess i went by him too fast or something i don't know 
I said, well, what did he want? He didn't know who I was or where I was going. I just, I just I told him I'm working here, and he told me to go on. So. <laughs> That's when he, he should have called attitude. Hey, but hey, hey. I, I just I couldn't I'm believe it, though. Yeah, That's he got really pulled over, odd. There's got a lot of people pulling in there. He doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, me and Crowley drove right by the same guy, and he didn't do anything. I yeah, mean, but, there's several yeah. thousand people pulling in there that he oh, doesn't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't, I don't, it, was, it was really weird. I guess he didn't go the way they were trying to. Maybe there were some standing out there trying to direct David one way, and he just went straight on in. Yeah. Maybe they thought he was in there. He had ill intentions or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. What happens when you flip them off and call them a rubber badge? <laughs> <laughs> they tend to give me a fin- give me a plastic cop. Yeah. So, but uh, but you'll be back out there. Be yeah, back next out weekend. there next uh, Friday night and Saturday. It proves to be uh, very crowded. Oh, it, it was crowded last yeah. night. The 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 lines were four, you know, four very. or five rows deep, mm-hmm. and the ticket line went all the way out into the parking lot, but way it, out. But so. it is it, it it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, the the bus ride is always great. Now we're trying to talk um, Benji into adding to that with your oh, recommendation. The, yeah, the, the wrecked bus, yeah. Because apparently Ben has this phobia of buses. Don't like them. And as Won't fast as him. those buses go down, he just sits there and the only, oh, the only dies thing, a little bit inside every time he sees it. The only thing is if you go in there and when you're waiting in line to get on the bus, you're going to be enveloped by a dust uh, storm, dust. Oh, a uh, dust yeah. cloud, a permanent dust cloud. And, yeah. <laughs> if, if we, if there is our no cars rain have out a there, yeah. have a layer of dust all over them now. That's right. <laughs> if there's no rain in around the area, it gets it gets quite dusty. Oh gosh, out there. But it is a whole lot of fun. The haunted house was was spectacular. Now I did feel bad. I will say this: that we we did the fast pass, <clears throat> and we got through that. We, we were able to jump right on the bus, went right um, through the graveyard. No problem. Right into right into the house. Mm-hmm. Right onto the hayride. But the group we ended up with on the hayride was not into it at all. You could just tell they were just teenagers. They, no, they were more adult, and you know oh. they just weren't. It was like being on a hayler hayride full of Steves. Ex- exactly what it was. Exactly what it was, and nobody was getting into it. And I felt bad for this for the actors because this is terrible. Why did we come here? This is yeah. That doesn't make sense. Why is he? He can't yeah. hang like Why? that. Why? There's, there's no way. Anyway, there's, there's no way somebody could. Uh, yeah, there's no way that <laughs> he, he hasn't even been through, and he's telling you what they can't do. If his face so, is that ripped up, he wouldn't be able to yell. He can't see. Yeah, there's no way somebody could could use arrows, just regular arrows, to to pin somebody on a tree. What? Freddy Krueger did not exist in the same universe as Jason Voorhees. <laughs> like in Friday the Thirteenth, when the girl opens the door and the guy's arrowed to the door, and he's like up. up How could that air. not happen? How in the world is a little woman? No, no, you're getting him on a tangent. <laughs> no, yeah, let's stop. Wait, let's stop. I'm sorry. We, 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 we were mocking. We were mocking him the yeah. way he, you know, gets down and everything, and then he, that got him going. Yeah. So no, I'm sorry, no. Bay. We won't. Um, I'll, I'll let it go. Anyway, so I do tend to look at creepy hollow. Check it out. Logical. One more weekend. Yeah. yeah, but I felt bad for the actors because you know they're they're like working hard, <laughs> busting their butts, and you could just like oh, dude, the Chucky that was out there that had the little person dressed up like Chucky was scaring <laughs> that the was crap funny. That out was of so some funny. of those girls and, and the people. All of in a sudden, those little guys running around in the Chucky outfit, and all these people are screaming, and these girls are freaking out and jumping over the jumping over the ropes everywhere. and running. One girl threw her phone down and took off running. 
That, that guy is the best. You know, the, and he chased her I, for a long way. Oh, yeah. Every, every time I see him, I'm like, you know, that is wrong and great all at the same oh, yeah. time. You know? He's got a big advantage. Yeah, I mean, he could he could play a, a slew of characters. Yeah, he, it was really and, funny watching him chase the watching the people's reactions. To and then him. what's great is when they do react, because then that ignites the character. You, like, could, okay. As much as uh, Mandy Haynes hates, uh, you know, the little people or whatever, oh. imagine her horror if that she would just drop thing, dead. She'd, she'd be through. <laughs> what if, what if, would, have, would have made it better is if the guy ended up being, what's his name, from Jackass? Oh, uh, uh, Wee Man. Wee Man. Wee Man. <laughs> yeah. That would have been yeah. even better if it I turned think, out to be Wee Man. <laughs> I think Wee Man's smaller than the guy playing. Maybe. That yeah, that guy, was he was he was little. He was little, but he's not. Yeah, but not. But yeah, he was, he was putting the fear into some of those people out there. But that is, that is great. He was out chasing people with the chainsaw last year. Was, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was fantastic. But check it out, creepyhollow.net. Uh, you can get the uh, directions and the hours of operation. But they will be open up. I, I take it back Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I, was say, I, I thought it was. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm out there Friday what and about, Saturday. Are they, they're not open Sunday? What? I don't think they're open. They're not open this Sunday. Okay, well, it's, ju- it's just November 1st. I knew it went into November a yeah. little bit, but, but okay. But double-check uh, creepyhollow.net. Double-check the website to make sure. Also, their Facebook page, we've uh, started this thing where anyone that's taking pictures out there, we make sure they hashtag it Creepy Hollow Life. Right. And then they're taking all those photographs. Creepy people, Hollow Life. Is that creepy like hollow salt life. life? Salt Life. It's Lake, Lake life. life. Yeti Life. Slut Life. Slut Life. <laughs> Bay Life. <laughs> Speaking of the Internet... This week from the internet. Oh, we're going to do the news now. Yep. Lovely. Dear Prudence. (laughs) This one went nuts. People all over Facebook jumped all over this. Uh, Kids from poor neighborhoods keep coming into my neighborhood to trick or treat. Do I have to give them candy? (laughs) Yes. That was horrible. Yeah, it was. I don't That's put my lights on. Happened. I don't have kids. You know, we don't do trick-or-treating trick or in our house. But well, that, you don't live in a neighborhood. I don't yeah, live in a neighborhood. Of, if I cut the lights off at my house, nobody knows the house exists. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I can remember when I was a kid, and I would be at home either before or after trick-or-treating, and we'd have trick-or-treaters come to the door. It would always, we would always see people we knew didn't live in our neighborhood. Did you ask for a W-2? Oh, yeah. Did you ask for ID? No. I, mean, I was a kid. I wasn't handing out the candy my parents were. We're just looking like Fox Hollow. They anticipate people coming from all oh, sure. over. Well, Rich and Circle used to be the same way. Yeah, when I was. A yeah, kid. I mean, and there's. I mean, people come in from. Yeah, there's no law. People just. Yeah, people. There's no law it's saying the that. Hey, the quit, kids have to be from your own neighborhood. It's like the purge. <laughs> yeah. Quit. Quit being a Steve. You can skip neighborhoods and go to different ones. So you're endorsing that? I'm kind of surprised. But yes. Sweet Happy Bay. Uh, let's see. Speaking of haunted houses, there's a lawsuit now where a mother and daughter were assaulted by clowns in a haunted house, but they were, the clowns were using sex toys too. Good grief. Good Lord. Nifty. Does it go into details of what? Or do we want to know? I don't want to know, but do you want to know? I kind of do. I think it's in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, they were assaulted and verbally harassed by two workers dressed as clowns holding sex toys. My goodness. Oh, nice. I don't know if that's funny or just wrong. That's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, really funny. They said they've had over 100,000 patrons in the last 10 years, and no one has really ever complained about the sex toys before. <laughs> so they didn't deny that they were no. using them? No. They're just saying that it was inappropriate, and I shouldn't have been using them, I guess. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, sorry. Yeah. On that same, well, on a completely different tangent... 
an olfactory artist, that means a smell artist, has crafted a holy water sculpture that smells like vagina. Really didn't want to post that. What? It's, (laughs) it's, it's, It's a statue of the Madonna made from what he refers to as frozen holy water with an olfactory performance. The statue is placed... Anyway, it, it smells like the it's bodily all, fluids that exude from a vagina. It's not often that Cliff gets speechless. <laughs> and that yeah. One, I'm trying Talk to read it. about postmodern art. I, yeah. And he did it on purpose. I mean, what did he do it? Just because? Just because? Just because. Just because. Why not? Because it's art. <sighs> I mean, there's been art where people slung feces all over things. You remember? Wasn't there like a statue of Jesus covered in poop or something one time I think in there New York? Was. Something crazy like yes. that. And, That's Steve's favorite. The guy's name was um, Oliphant, who did that. See there, see? Timothy Oliphant or something like that. I, I think that's an actor. No, that's an actor. I was about to say, <laughs> wait a minute, that's not the artist. Man. Well, I read about that. Oh, wait a minute, it's Chris Oleffy. Oleffy, I think he did that. He used feces on a painting of Jesus on the crucifix. Well, there you go. And, of course, you got Andre Serrano, who took a picture of a crucifix in a jar of urine. Mm-hmm. And he got a lot of flack on that. Yeah, but they they label it as art and just just. Well, there's this it. new series actually that that you have been a part of. Um, and actually, I've been getting the text messages in our group texts. It's the joke the, coming. Telegraph it. Here we go. It's the toilet seat art. Uh, <laughs> that apparently, yeah. you are a big fan of. Yeah, and that was a French artist, and I forgot his name now. It's on the tip of my tongue, but ew. <laughs> <laughs> He back in the sixties, fifties, sixties. Oh, he made the toilet. No, 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 he, uh, no. Uh, it was the inverted. It was the um, the um, jars of shit. It was entitled jars of shit, and he took his feces and put them in cans and sealed them. And supposedly, some of those cans still have the original feces in it today in the museum. Wow. Yeah, because why a couple, would you of, replace a couple it? of the cans deteriorated. They said. And it destroyed it. He didn't cook it. So it was now. so it was spoiled. But some of those cans are the original ones. I know what I'm getting. You and for I think Christmas. it was it was an Italian artist. I can't remember his name. I think it's. I want to say it's Pietro or something like that. I don't know. Well, they asked this artist why, and his answer was, "Religion has always been an interesting issue in art." He began. The reason is simple: because it's conservative and old, closed idea, and art is the opposite. It's progressive and open, like a vagina. <laughs> wow. The artist then added his secondary method of reasoning. A woman's <clears throat> vagina smells, in general, great, and more men should respect that. Don't you love postmodernism? Oh, Lord of mercy. <laughs> that means you can make art out of anything. You can. Oh, yeah. Basically, you can. You it, can. All you have to do is call it art. Call it art. Call Marcel, it art. Yeah, Marcel right. Duchamp took a urinal. And oh. wrote his initials yeah, on it. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Fountain, yeah. It was a urinal. It took a picture of a urinal he bought at a secondhand shop and wrote his initials on it. Well, I know exactly what I'm getting you for Christmas, Bay. A jar of poo. Jar of, jar of poo. Well, and that has been... And to be special, I'll make it my poo and I'll the, call it art. Nice. That was... Least that was, uplifting and most depressing version of this. <laughs> yeah, this bit. week on the internet with Cliff Wilson. <laughs> Only if you want to hear about the Chinese guy who had the bottle stuck up his butt. Uh, that happens all the time, so... Yeah, apparently that's... really not news anymore. Crowley, you ever know anybody do that? Uh, no, afraid not. On the phablet again. Yeah, get off your phone, Steve. Boo, come on, we're doing a show here. Bay. Piero Bay. Manzoni. 
Um, this is the artist. He was an Italian artist, and the piece was called "Artists." Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Bought the post a picture of it. Did he make any money off of it? It's not the real. Yes. It's not. Yes, guy. He made a lot of money. Off really, of it. he did. Yeah. Well, if good. I remember correctly, Thomas Lissier. I'm, I'm sure in the sixties, wasn't it? Probably some wealthy guy who was an art collector. It was in the sixties. Probably bought it. You don't actually see the feces. They're in sealed. Well, then that's why I'm going to do. They're in sealed jars, and they have labels on it entitled "Artist." Shit. Thomas, and that's all it is. Thomas Jean Lissier. <laughs> presents <laughs> bottles of poo. And this you will, time, use clear bottles so we and can I will use clear it. baby jar food bottles, and I will poo in them, <laughs> and I will be able to become a multimillionaire. Yes, somebody would buy it. Somebody would buy it. You got that right, especially. But you got to say it like that, Thomas Jean Lesieur. Yeah, you present. You got to sound all Frenchy. Frenchy. <laughs> all right, TJ, what you got on your papers? All right. Well, this since week? this is our, our uh, podcast prior to Halloween, yes. we figured we'd share some of the regional ghost stories, legends, if you will, that are mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. If we've had any experiences, tall with them. tales, and then if we've ever experienced anything paranormal, if you will. So, what do you want to start with? Wow, whatever you got over there, just throw one out. All right. Well, let's go with the uh, the beginning. The, you, beginning. the beginning. The beginning. What's the beginning? Wow. <laughs> Do you mean the beginning of the universe yes. or what? You've got the explanation on there? Um, Alice Flag. Oh, yeah. Now, you and you and Glenda have yeah, gone Glenda, down to... Me and Glenda to the, went over there, yeah. Now, all right, well, let me go over it real quick. Alice Flag was the younger sister of uh, Dr. Allard Flag, who built the Hermitage in 1948. Staying in one of the upstairs bedrooms, Alice was a typical Southern belle of that era. As she grew older, however, it became apparent that Alice was her own person and more headstrong than most women of her time. At the age of 16, she met a man whom her brother and mother considered beneath them. Uh, Some say he was a uh, turpentine salesman. Others claim that he was a lumberman. Whatever the case, Alice fell in love with the man. When the man came to visit Alice on the day that the hermitage, uh, at the Hermitage, her brother refused to allow the man to see her. Angered by this, Alice began to sneak about to meet her love. One day, the man proposed, and Alice accepted. Knowing her family would never let her keep the ring, she wore it on a ribbon around her neck and concealed it beneath her blouse. Eventually, her family's attitude towards the fiancé became too much, and Alice agreed to move to Charleston to attend school. Although not being uh, around her mother and brother made it easier for Alice to relax, she was also away from her one true love, and it broke her heart. Alice was ecstatic to find that her fiancé had made the trip for the spring ball as her mother and brother were unable to attend, spent the entire night dancing with her um, her boyfriend, her fiancé, apparently the happiest time of her life. The next day, Alice fell ill with a fever uh, that was ravaging the area. Dr. Flagg was notified within four days, was in Charleston with a carriage full of medicine to take her uh, sister back to the hermitage, back at home. Dr. Flagg carried Alice to her room, and when, when he was examining her, found her ring. Furious, he ripped the ribbon from around the sick girl's neck, flung the ring into a nearby creek. For the next week, which was the rest of her life, she begged her visitors to find her ring. When uh, she had enough strength, she staggered about her room looking for the lost symbol of her love. Uh, when she finally died, she was placed in a temporary grave, until her mother came back from a trip to the mountains, after which she was moved to the cemetery at All Saints Waccamaw Church. Her story doesn't stop there, though. It is said that her ghost wanders the hall of the hermitage. Um, visitors have seen her spirit in the mirror of the room 
uh, and they have seen her coming in and out of the house um, with her hand clutching her, tra- her chest trying to find the ring. Now, and I think, Ben, you and Glenda tried to do this. It's yeah. Also found a, um, at a resting place. Local teens have been known to try to raise Alice Flagg by walking her grave 13 times, and they believe that if a young girl walks around the grave nine times, that the ring will disappear, or a ring will disappear from their finger. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, <laughs> so then the question is, does the, the ghost of Alice Flagg even exist? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But we definitely did the uh, walking backwards around the grave and all that. And and Glenda's, all her rings were still there. So, But, it, I mean, it was neat to, to actually physically see the... The grave, you've heard, you know, heard stories about all these years and stuff. That was the first time I'd ever been there. Now, I'd also heard a rumor there. The story shares that her grave was moved, but I've heard that it was moved once again, and it's not actually where they say it is. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that, too. So I, I that don't it's know. actually underneath a church or something now. Yeah, at, right outside of a church somewhere. Or something that's been built over what was her actual final <clears throat> did, resting place. Didn't we, when we were in a previous incarnation where we were going to do that ghost show. <laughs> right. I think Adam called down there. Yeah. And talked to the minister at this church. And he said that she was actually buried here. Right. Yeah. And I don't remember, where, I don't remember the name. It was somewhere. I don't remember the name of it now. It was an obscure kind of. <clears throat> yeah. It was, it was place. somewhere else. Yeah. But I've seen the, the tombstone, you know, but that is the ghost of Alice. Matter fact, I've got, I think there's, there may be pictures of it on my Facebook and I've got pictures of Glenda walking backwards yeah. around it and stuff. There so. are pictures. I've seen those. So that's uh, so that's one of the local tall tales from yep. around the area. Um, there's also the saluting ghost of Fort Sumter. Now, see, I've never I've never heard of that. <clears throat> if anyone's ever done the tour of Fort Sumter, yeah, I've, I've long time several ago. times, yeah. Um, but as we all know, and if you don't know, Fort Sumter, uh, located in Charleston Harbor, uh, has the distinction of being the site of the first <clears throat> act of aggression in the Civil War. As with most places with that amount of history, there are tales of ghosts surrounding Fort Sumter. But this story does not come from the Battle of the Fort, but rather from the act of surrender. A Union Army Major, Robert Anderson, was in charge of the fort on Thursday, April 11th, 1861, when Confederate Brigadier General Beauregard sent three aides to the fort to demand its surrender. Major Anderson, um, without either the supplies nor the authority to properly defend the fort, stalled for as long as they possibly could. But the tactic turned out to be futile. At 4.30 a.m., Friday, April 12, 1861, the Confederate Army opened fire on the fort. For 34 hours, shells rained down on Fort Sumter. Union soldiers did what they could to fight back, but it was of no use. So on Saturday, April 13th, Fort Sumter was surrendered to the Confederates. Surprisingly, no Union soldiers were killed in the battle. Only one Confederate lost his life due to a cannon misfire. Upon surrender, Major Anderson was allowed one final command of his troops. He ordered a 100-gun salute to the Union flag before it was replaced with the Rebel flag. On the 47th shot, a gun misfired and killed Union soldier Daniel Huff. He was buried at the fort later, just before the last of the Union troops were transferred off the island headed to New York. Since that day, people have reported seeing the ghost of a Union soldier at the fort, Others have reported seeing smoke and smelling gunpowder as if a shot had just gone off. Possibly the strangest thing is what happened to the Fort Sumter flag. The flag that Daniel Huff was saluting when he was killed shortly after the battle, the flag developed a faded area just to the right of the center star. It is said that the area shows a man's face with a Union cap and that the features of the man strongly resemble that of Daniel Huff. 
Uh, well, I've never seen that. I've never I, even I, heard I, of that yeah, one. Never I mean, heard I, of that. I knew about Daniel Huff getting killed during the surrender. When I was doing some, just but, doing uh, some, some little research, I came across that one. Um, here's one from Airport High School. Yeah, and in, I've heard of this in one. Columbia. Original part of this high school is said to be haunted by the ghost of George Pear, who was the school's first principal. It is said that Mr. Pear frequently appears in the hall wearing a dark suit and a red tie. His wife, who still teaches at the school, says that George has told her he just wishes to protect the students. He closes the doors of the teachers that work late. He follows students and teachers to their cars after late-night activities. And it is said that one may hear the footsteps of him walking through the hall until just a couple years ago when the um, halls were carpeted. Also, they said that there was some activity caught on video by a group of adventurous teachers and students at one time. Hmm. And I tried to find uh, the video, and I took it, and it took me somewhere else. And I yeah. was afraid of getting some sort of computer virus. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Funny, that's it, more scary than a ghost Not story. a yeah, that is. Yeah. Um Montrose. Montrose. Yeah, no, the Montrose. Now, I've been up there. What's the story of Montrose? Montrose was a, uh, well, it was a hoax. It was a guy pulling a prank on Halloween in 1959. And, and the, I'll well, post the whole story on the website. Okay. I went to Montrose one time on the way to Bingham's Light. Mm. Yeah. We stopped. I said, was that? No, me and Ashley went on that one. That was my. No, I was with Ben and all of them. Now, Bingham's Light, we've all, we've all heard about it, but I keep forgetting. What is the, the backstory? It's. Wasn't it a Bingham that lost his head to the uh, lost so, his head to the train and is looking for his head with yeah, a train Supposedly, line. he was a, a signal man on the train and he got hit by the train and it knocked his head off. And he's supposed to be out there with the signal light looking for it. Now, with Bingham's light, it's on a railroad, an old railroad bed. Mm-hmm. When it gets down, you know, you can put, go so far. You get to come to a creek. The railroad bed continues on the other side. It goes all the way out to a highway directly across you know it's still the old railroad bed but now there's a road there okay so from a great distance you're seeing the headlights and taillights of cars going down that road one way or the other but i have been out there and i still to this day can't tell you what it was but it was me and david and garrett and sean okay uh me and david me and sean and garrett were standing there holding a flashlight while david had his back to the creek with a chainsaw. It was right after Hugo, and he was cutting this big old tree, you know, so we could be able to drive all the way down. Okay. And all of a sudden, I mean, it was less than 15 feet from us. This huge light pops on. It looked like a spotlight from like a Q-beam or something. And we all started, but it was up high. It was, you know, eight or nine feet off the ground. It was way up there. And we all start screaming and yelling and pointing. And David said he felt like something was about to jump on him. So he cut that chainsaw off and jumped over the log and was standing there with us like, what, what, what? So we all jumped over the log immediately after he cut the chainsaw off and ran to where we saw this thing, and there was nothing there. So I have no idea what it was. I don't know if somebody had something hung up in the trees. If they did, they got it out of there too, you know, so fast. They didn't run either way in the woods, you know, because there was nowhere to run. So I, I, to this day, have no idea what we saw. Well, we went one time. It was me, Ashley Hall, Ray, mm-hmm. Christy, and Jenny. Yeah. And so we take out... The White Nada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is certainly a, a vehicle you do not want to take out to Bingham's Light because the, no. that thing ran, rode so low. It was a car. <laughs> and it was, but it was a car that was much lower. I mean, it yeah. was. And this was after. Now, there it's was. very a, muddy out there. Well, oh, yeah. And in addition to that, I guess the people that own that property to prevent people from going out there started digging ruts. Well, yeah, they dug. They dug. Um, 
made mounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They did the same thing that the people did out of the yard. Yeah, to keep you from going, keep you from going out there. Mm -hmm. So we parked, and we're like, "All right, let's all walk." And uh, (laughs) Christy and Jenny were having nothing of it. They're like, "No, we've gone far enough. We're not going to go." And Ashley and I were like, "We've driven all the way out here. Yeah, we're going to look at something." And of course, Ray was like. I'll stay here with the girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds all right. <laughs> Smooth operator. Bow, so when Ashley and I go start walking off, of course, go we go totally um, ill-prepared. No flashlight. No nothing. Nice. We're just walking dead of night trying to find our way back there. We finally get our eyes adjusted to the dark so we can kind of see where we're going. Go around one of these big ruts, big mounds, you know, and we get to a point and we see something. And it looks like a red light. And I've always heard that the light started off white, yeah. and then the longer it went, apparently it got angry and it turned red. You, you turn, if you yelled at it, it would you turn red. Yeah. And so that was a yeah. So then I was like, I said, Ashley, stop! It's a red light. I see something. I see something. He's like, I see it too. And then it turned white, but only in the center. I was like, dude, what is that? That's weird. We're gonna have a great story. What the dude? Then I was sitting here. Hey, who's back there? I was like, oh, God, that's not the light. <laughs> it was rednecks so waiting to kill you. You saw a brake light with the... Um, they hit the reverse with light. With the reverse, reverse light. light. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was probably only 40 feet from y'all or so. <laughs> we dove into the woods, and we were sitting there like, what do we do? What do we do? All of a sudden you hear, hey, let's, who's that back there? Let's go get him. I was like, oh, hell, it's time to go. <laughs> you hear banjos? Yeah, you banjos. So we started running. All you can hear is, hey, stop that. Come back here. What are you doing? And we're Steal like, like a pig. That's it. we're running, bae. <laughs> you really yelled bay. So we uh, no, it wasn't popular back then. It wouldn't have made any sense. So we started running, get to this this the big mound that we had walked around before. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, trudged right through it, went right through the mud, jumped in the car, cranked up the car as quick as we could. All of a sudden you hear screaming, It's Jenny and Chris, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's the light, it's coming to kill us, it's coming to kill us. And I was like, It's not the light, but something's coming to kill us. <laughs> Rednecks. Name is Bo <laughs> took off out of there, and uh, that is the last I, time. I can remember running from something out there one night. Ray was with us, and he had this camouflage. Remember, I've still got the hat. It was like one of those boonie hats, you know, with, oh, yeah. the, with the shotgun shell things around the top. And I remember Ray running, and all of a sudden you're hearing this, this, this tremendous splash. <laughs> and we all spun around with our, our flashlights, and all we saw was that hat floating in the water. <laughs> Ray had sunk to the bottom of one of those holes. <laughs> And then he jumps up out of there, oh, my God, you know, and grabbed the hat and came out. He was more mad about being wet and muddy now because, you know, but he was completely underwater. Oh, God, that is funny. And I don't remember where we were running from. We were out there one night, and Sean decided that to make the light mad, he was going to shoot at it. I was thinking someone I was, there was, I was with you that night. That was Sean. He took a twenty two and started shooting down the road, I mean, down the train. I mean, That's luckily, a, the bullet drop of a twenty two probably dropped before it got all the way down to where yeah. that road, you know, because... Good Lord. <laughs> Couldn't you see that? Sean Brown is shooting out. Of yeah, Hartsville man killed for manslaughter at Bingham's Well, Lighter. there's, um, I saw one of those shows you were showing me, and there's an identical ghost tale of Bingham's Light up in Michigan. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, there's yeah. a lot of railroad. It's identical. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of railroad where people got hit by a train, knocked their head off, and they're searching for their head. And it's the same concept way down at the end of the railroad tracks as a yeah. highway. Yeah, there's, there's and a bunch of like car that. lights. Yeah. Now, there's some weird ones like the Brown Mountain Lights in North Carolina that there's, you know, nobody has an explanation. Even skeptics don't have an explanation for it. Nobody knows what it is. It's just this random light that will come in, you know, just pop up in the trees and just kind of float around over the tops of the trees and stuff and then disappear. Now, 
what is it with the Jacob Kelly house? Because there's a house that I'm thinking <laughs> that I get confused about. I've heard that about that. There, at, at some at some point, there a light will start off. I don't know about a light. Like at the top or the bottom floor. It know. may not be the Jacob Kelly house, Sherman, which is in Hartsville. Sherman's troops stayed in the Jacob Kelly right. house. That's why it's famous. A while on during their march. Now, I, now, but I've heard stories of Jacob Kelly house. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But the, yeah, I don't know this, about the light thing though. This one, then it may not be Jacob Kelly, but it's a house somewhere where it's an old abandoned, it's an old farmhouse or historical marker house. Something took place there, but a light begins at the bottom of the staircase, mm-hmm. and it's one of those that's got all the windows in the front, so you yeah. can really see in. And uh, and the light just goes up the stairs. Seems like that might be the one, and I wish I could remember what it was called. We need John or somebody here, and I can't remember. There was one out towards the lake, uh, the Lake Robinson up that way somewhere that we went looking for that you were supposed to be able to see a light inside the house. Or, that might be it. Yeah. We, we went out to one one night. You know, when we were teenagers, we used to chase these ghost stories. So oh, yeah. You hear a ghost story, well, let's go check it out. You know, there was supposed to be one where you would pull up to this house and hear a piano playing in there and stuff like that. And when There's one that's not too far away from here, right over off of, um, is it Railroad Avenue? Right um, down here, just past the skating rink. Yeah, you that's know, railroad. Yeah, if you turn left down there, there used to be an old, supposedly an old abandoned house that was abandoned and left, just as if the people had just completely disappeared. When people went in there to look for family members, there was like bowls of cereal on the table. Where was this on it's railroad? On railroad. Just if you head down, and, I've and never heard that been, house has been torn down since. Yeah, um, but I remember and and oddest combination. Um, me, Lance Watson, um, who else would have been with us? Uh, it wasn't me. Cause I there never, like four, I never remember going to an old house with y'all four or five of us. And there was a girl, a girl there too. And I can't remember who it was. Who used to hang out with Lance, Lance and, um, uh, Chad Rhodes, a lot of people <laughs> might've been Chad Rhodes. Lee Waldron hung out with him. I think Lee was out there. Troy, Troy, no, not what Troy didn't go this. Time. I don't well, remember I mean, but Troy being who, there, but, who, that, but yeah. that group. Yeah. But anyway, there were several of us that went out there. And um, and we went into this house, which is now a felony, I think, breaking oh, and entering. I'm quite sure, yeah. <laughs> but we went in, and it was, and it was at that point, it had been really run down. It was well beyond when that story took place. But something strange did happen in there. Hmm. For some reason, and it was one of the guys that I was with. I don't know who it was. Looked at a picture, and it freaked him out, and he punched it. Uh, nice. <laughs> and it broke the glass, and the picture fell. Mm-hmm. And so he was like. That just freaked me out. So we continued to walk around the house, and it got to a point. It was really unsettling in that house. It just didn't feel right. Well, you were breaking the law. Well, that too. <laughs> and so we finally decided, all right, let's, it's, it's time to go. we got to leave. Get yeah. out of here. We walked back through that room to get out, and that picture had been hung back up on the wall. I think somebody with you now, did that, m- probably. Possibly, but everyone claimed yeah. that it wasn't them. So... Mm-hmm. Well, and I, yeah, and whoever was the one that, or the ones that didn't do it, I'm sure that did freak them out. So, yeah. Um, do you remember the house that was out there by Emanuel? They called it the Massey house. It was just an old abandoned, there's a dirt road out there near Emanuel. Anyway, we went out there one night. It was, we were in Sean's mom's station wagon. <laughs> me, Sean, Ray, I don't remember who else, but there was a bunch of girls with us too. And we decided to walk to the Massey house. And, uh, as we were walking up, I was kind of. Um, towards the back of the group, and I think I remember. I think Freddie Engelbert was next to me. I I think it might have been. I don't know who it was. Anyway, somebody was next to me, and 
No, it was Randy. That's who it was. It was Randy. Randy was next to me. And as we were walking up, I noticed in the woods, I saw a light. I thought, well, that's weird. I said, Randy, uh, cut your flashlight off for a minute. Because I thought, for some reason, I thought maybe he's reflecting off of something. Because it was moving. So he cut his light off. And that light was still moving. Somebody had a flashlight and was running through the woods towards us. Oh, God. And I was like, uh, there's something coming through the woods. And about and Ray, of course, going to the house, was leading the way. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. When, when I said there's something coming through the woods, next thing you hear is him holler, get out of the way. And he starts running back towards the car, past everybody, almost knocked everybody down to get back to the car to get out of there. The bravest guy you ever met and the most chicken guy at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when something went down, got he was this. gone. <laughs> no. Did you ever figure out what it was? <laughs> no. I know we got out of there. It was somebody. But you could tell it was somebody running with a flashlight. But, I mean, that was just woods. There was nothing in there. I don't know where they were coming from. That's weird. They were just running through the woods the with neighbors chasing you trespassers. <laughs> I mean, that that was that you was meddling kids. That was my first thought was it was somebody who was watching. It was somebody watching the house. Yeah. But, you know, so you meddling kids in that bay of yours. <laughs> but uh, tell, tell them about uh, your your Agatha story, because Crowley was there for that. Your bay right, was you were you. there for the um, yeah. you were there for the um, you the your... first Agatha experience. I was there for. An Agatha experience. I don't no, know if it was the one Rudick's? and only. I don't know if it was no, one of been, many. I but there's been multiple. It was at Brian Rudick's okay, that was party, the, the one that was over near the high school. Okay, when he used to live with his dad. All right, so here's the deal. Um, Brian's parents were out of town, and yes. we can tell the story now, so he won't get grounded because it's been some years later. Just a few years. Okay, so yeah, so he won't get in trouble. He won't get grounded, <laughs> but. We were all there. There was a ton of people. I couldn't even tell you how many people there, but there had to be like 20. 20 yeah, I people. Mi- there. I missed that one. Um, yeah, it was one of those typical, you know, parents out of town come party at yeah. so and so's house and 50 people or more show up. So someone, somebody had a Ouija board. I don't know whose it was or whatever. That was that was during the time we were we were big into Ouija. When Milton was, Bradley had come out with the Ouija board, yeah. there, was, there was a time. There was a time back then when yeah. me and Lance and. Yeah, Lance was there. Lance Watson and Troy Montgomery. Troy was and there. A bunch of other people we used to um because he was trying to board all the time, and um, he was, it was during up with that the, period. He was hooking up with the deaf girl, whoever that was. Cindy, 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 Cindy the deaf girl. I don't remember that part. I, I remember, remember that last night. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Cindy the deaf girl. Yeah. I, well, I mean, and that's that's probably terrible to say. I don't yeah. know, but and but she's actually on Teresa's Facebook. Yeah, I found out since. Yeah, uh, she was a sweet girl. Anyway, she really was. Yeah, she honestly, was super she was nice. nice. And Troy was trying hard. Man, he was he was trying hard. But anyway, so but Troy began to tell us this story. Story I can't tell that uh, <laughs> that um. That he had a guardian angel named Agatha. And apparently the story goes that Agatha was a, a prostitute who had died, who had been raped to death. And she was sent back as his guardian angel. And that's how she was going to gain her wings to go into heaven. Ring okay? a bell. And uh, so we're like, he's like, you know, we, let, well, let's try to, or someone had the idea. Let's try to contact her with a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. So we sat down, and um, as I, I'm trying to remember, Brian, the house that Brian w- lived in at the time had a weird kind of setup. Um, the bedrooms were on the ground floor, but they were almost sunken. It was like a split level kind of deal. Uh, yeah, I think it was a split level yeah. house. And his his bedroom was if you walked into the front door, it was off down down to the left. I don't remember too I much think. about it. I just remember the den. I remember they had all the band equipment. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they played a bunch of music. They that were night playing that for night. Everybody. Yeah. 
So we uh, in the living room. So we tried it. We tried it down there, and and, and you know, got a little bit of response. But apparently, as Troy was telling the story, that Agatha was really just kind of a bitch and really wouldn't do anything that he would ask. And just it was just a, this whole deal about her. So later on that night, as the story of Agatha spread throughout the house, we decided, all right, let's let's try to do this one more time. Everybody got out in the backyard mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls. Like I said, there must have been 15, 20 of us. And someone because. It was so late that the dew had begun to settle on the grass. So we took out some white sheets and set them down just so we wouldn't get wet. And, of course, with the Ouija board, apparently you're supposed to, everyone's supposed to be touching and transferring energy into the board. I don't know how we got 20 people to simultaneously touch touch a Ouija board. Yeah. Well, there was like, that might be a foot in diameter. No, there was, I mean, they all had, all all people had to be touching, but there was still just like one or two people using, two people using the board. But as long as the energy chain went through the bodies Uh that fed into It's an energy chain, Steve. Yeah, come on now. Bay, I thought I'd talk to you about this. So I, this is the first time I've ever heard of any energy chain. So anyway, day. so we start contacting or trying to work with it, and we're getting a few things, you know, just random stuff. And of course, you know, I'm not touching it, I'm not moving it, I'm not. Yeah, you had a few of those those that just absolutely refused to have anything to do with it. Right, but they wanted to stand outside because they were just curious enough to see what might happen. See what would happen. Yeah. So, uh, so we finally get in touch with Agatha. And we start, you know, someone's like, get, get her to do something. Make her do something. Prove that she's here. So we said, all right, um, Agatha, give us a sign that you're here. And, of course, everyone stops and looks around, doesn't see anything. And then we're like, we didn't see anything. We don't believe you're here. Do something. As soon as we did that, we looked over, and Brian had a pen for his hunting dogs. Three of them, I think there were. Three or four. Next thing you know, those dogs are up and pacing the pen like Something's up. We got to find mm-hmm. it. They're like looking for something, pacing. We're like, did you do that? And it went to yes on the Ouija board. And then we said, can you make it stop? And she said, yes. What? But a couple of moments later, those dogs all settled down and laid back down, went to bed. Hmm. So that was number one. Right. So we're like, so of course you get that. Everyone's like, oh, it's a coincidence. That's just new. We're like, all right, let's try it again. I got to give us another sign. Do something else. And it went to no. We're like, well, no one believes that it's you. No one believes you're here. Do something. Do something to impress us. And it went, no. And then somebody said, yeah, do it now. As soon as they did that, every dog in the neighborhood began to bark. Because they yelled. I was going to say, it couldn't be because it's he not, yelled. Cause it, not, no, because it, it wasn't like a scream out loud because it was late at night. We were a neighbor trying to be quiet, yeah. having a party. But every dog in the neighborhood started barking. And so we said, Agatha, did you do this? And it went to yes. And we said, can you make it stop? Yes. That instant, all the dogs stopped barking. Hmm. So it went to yes. Finally, you know, again, another idiot. Make her do it again. Make her do it again. Do it again. Soon as that, a puppy somewhere down the street began to yelp in pain. I mean, like it was being maybe, beat. Maybe all the dogs had gone after that puppy. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. And they lost it, so they quit barking, and then they found it again. <laughs> Agatha was but, killing a puppy. But whoever was doing the board, it began to go to H A H A H A. She was inflicting pain on a puppy. And as soon as fun. that, as soon as that happened, we're all like, "Game's over." He went to L O L. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I would do now. L O L. L M A O. L M A O. 
OMG. Well, and then there was the time in your room where we, we were using the Ouija board, and we were, you know, contacting our spirit, I guess, or yeah. whatever, and said, you know, give us some kind of sign. But you had a crystal hanging from a piece of fishing line in the corner of your room, yeah. and all of a sudden it began to spin. This was one of my – see, I'm an artist. I could have sold that. I had, yep. a, I had a road cone that had a bunch of – Surfer stickers on, mm-hmm. just because oh, yeah, I remember that because it was cool at the time, yep. Billabong and whatever. I remember that, and uh, and I had it sitting on a lamp, so it shot a beam of light. It lit up the road cone, and then it would shoot a beam of light through the top. Mm-hmm. And I hung the crystal over it, over that, so the beam of light would hit the crystal and like a tiny disco ball. Yeah, yes, that's art. That's Poop. art, Steve. And Poop. you never took a picture. Of Poop it. in a bottle. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, so it, it began to spin and you could tell it would spin because yeah. it had the light refracting yeah. uh, off of that it. Was, now that was definitely weird. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever, but it was weird. <laughs> then the, the, the strangest bit of it now, I've, I've had a couple of more Ouija board experiences where dogs were upset, freaking out, uh, did them up in, um, in Massachusetts. You can ask Cindy and my aunt Karen, um, I think Kelly, Goulding now is her name on Facebook. She was Kelly Harrington at the time. She was there contacting a spirit, whatever, and the dogs just went absolutely insane. Just started. You know what? You know what? I think that you've explained it to me. There must be a spirit in my lawnmower because every time I crank it up, the dogs go nuts. (laughs) I got one in my Swiffer. There you go. If I I crank up the Swiffer sweeper, the dogs go insane. So I'm thinking... That's what it is. I it's haunted. Act. It's, it's haunted. Now, now we, should get, we should get the lawnmower you gave me and the Swiffer together and go on a tour. <laughs> <laughs> Scaring dogs all over the nation. Oh, That's God. A, that'll work. Uh, you know but, there's a ghost in Coca College. Well, we can contact yeah, Agatha supposed to be. with the Ouija board, and we'll have Agatha and I the think her name was Agatha, lawnmower. too, isn't it? It doesn't have the have ghost in the lawnmower fight. Spirit. Suppose, suppose I think it's. I need um, to ask Glenda, but I think it, the ghost at Coker is called Agatha, and supposedly she hung herself up in the attic. Shaft. But that's actually the girl died from smallpox or something. I think I've heard that that story too. But hanging before. yourself from an ele- elevator shaft is a much cooler story. Well, the, there's an elevator shaft, but this was way back when. You know, I don't know if it even had elevators in there then. They say she supposedly from the rafters in the attic in one of the one of the big uh, dorms. Now, the last experience that I had with the Ouija board, and I have not touched one since. I need to consult Glenda because she went to Coker, so I'm sure she heard She'd it. be the resident historian. Yeah. Was over at, uh, at Tracy's house. Or maybe it was tuberculosis that killed her. I don't remember. Tracy. Tracy Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Um, this was obviously years and years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, me and her. I think Le- Leslie was there. Probably. Uh, and a guy named Clint. And I was no in, relation. And I had, uh, yeah, <laughs> we are not relation. So, but I had told them, you know, the backstories of Agatha and they're all like, Hey, well, let's try it out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we'll give yeah, it a shot. Soul, you know? go ahead. So we did it. It's your soul. Go ahead. Yeah. And, but long story short, we, we had a little bit of interaction, but it's she, Agatha was not being, you know, very, you know, interactive at yeah. all. Right. And I was like, why? And it said, I don't like her. And I was like, who don't you like? And it spelled out Tracy's name. Whoa. And I was like, why don't you like her? And it said, she's prettier than me. That's a lot of spelling. It was. I think it was like prettier than or, you know, whatever. But we took it as prettier than me. And Long. we're all like, we're LOL. All like, LOL. Uh, yeah. So that, that meant Leslie was not prettier than her. Then, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. At least in her opinion, the ghost's opinion. At least the ghost's opinion. But anyway, so after that, we're like, all right, we're done. Because Leslie gonna... is a lovely young lady. Lovely, lovely. 
but we just we decided Tracy freaked out, and they're like, "Okay, we're we're done. We're not gonna you know right. we're not gonna play anymore." Well, after that point, weird things started happening at Tracy's house to her. Mm-hmm. Um, lights would turn off and on. You let the spirits in uh, uh, of, of the house yeah. to her house from the Ouija board. <laughs> well, I'll tell the story. You come up with your conclusion. Yeah. Um, she was washing dishes, and the way that their house was made, they had a back room that was the game room that was added on yep. afterwards. So what would have been the kitchen window that normally would have looked outside actually looked into that room. I remember that. But anyway, so she was wash, washing dishes, and she was wearing my class ring at the time, and she took it off, and normally she would just take it off, put it up on that windowsill. Okay? So she gets done washing dishes, and she goes to look for the ring, and it is gone. Now, she hadn't left. She stayed there, washed all the dishes, but it was gone. She's like, oh, my God, if on the sink, you know, it's maybe it went down drain. the drain. It's in the garbage disposal. She looked and looked and looked. Is this the story she told you to cover up her no, losing no, no. her classroom? No, she <laughs> found it. <laughs> she finally, she, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she finds the ring hanging on a nail over the window that would be the kitchen window where you looked out. She had to climb on the sink to get it off. So there's no way in hell she you know, took it off and accidentally just set it there. Mm-hmm. She had to climb up there. Somehow the ring got from where she had put it. And she never left the room. Never left the room. Oh, that's weird. Somehow got up there. The next thing is uh, she used to take showers in her parents' bedroom, in the master bedroom. And uh, then she would get dressed, and then she would finish getting ready for school. Mm-hmm. She took her shower, went to go get dressed. Then her mom starts yelling, Tracy, why did you do this? She's like, why did I do what? Why did you squeeze all this toothpaste out? She's like, what are you talking about? She goes into the bathroom, and on the floor was an entire tube of toothpaste had been squirted out in a perfect little pile, and then the toothpaste roll was set back up onto the sink. Because we all know well, ghosts hate toothpaste. Yeah. Well, so, no, they, they hate uh, tooth decay, so they were getting um, paste ready for, for you to for, use. For ready to use. But it was, it was love squirted. Par- little parlor tricks. <laughs> But it had been squirted on the floor and put back on the sink. Now, now, in all fairness, Cliff and Steve are huge skeptics. Neither one of them yeah. believe in ghosts. So, but I mean, you know, and we tried to preface them and say, "Look, just listen to the story." Right. I right. like I the story, but you know, but, but but you know what would be really I have interesting? Not, I have not. We said anything? No, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. We're just prefacing. Brain, yeah, we're just prefacing exactly. But I would really like to go to one of these places that's supposed to be super active. Yeah, and take. A, a skeptic well, just to see, but I've never, you know, the only thing that I've ever seen was the stuff that happened at our old house. Other than that, I've, you know, I've never actually seen a ghost. We had a pretty neat experience that we just recently you didn't weren't able to explain was Whoa. when I was working at the Red Cross. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah, everyone that was weird. Everyone always said that the place was haunted. It's the old yeah. building on uh, on fifty two. It was a slaughterhouse. What <laughs> it was a, the Red Cross slaughterhouse. Um. <laughs> That's why the Red Cross is up there. And we went to, um, and, but, but people always this said, is, yeah, there's, you know, you can see, people have said they have seen somebody walk in the halls mm-hmm. or have heard things and whatever. So we decided we we're going to go and figure it out. This was going to be our test run. Right, right. <laughs> when for we were our going, ghost show. For our right. ghost show. And uh, we had some skeptics with us. Yeah. Steve. So, Steve. Spec. And I don't, I don't mind skeptics as long as they're not sitting there mocking and making fun the entire time. Right. I didn't mock or make fun. I walked around with you guys, and I didn't say a thing. Well. But anyway, so we go through with, we had um, regular camera, and we had the video camera. Right. And we, had, we had a digital camera. We had the video camera. 
and we may have had another video camera with us. Right. I know we had the walkie-talkies and flashlights and other stuff like that. And so we killed all the lights. And that made it creepy enough as it was. Yeah, that was pretty creepy. <laughs> I do remember that. And and then, and there was really we did find one thing that we, one of the the complaints and we were able to debunk it. It was the air conditioner cutting off and on, which would make the door right bounce Opening back and forth, forth a little right. bit. Yeah, but the 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 one thing they always say that ghosts will use the battery and electronic devices use the energy to manifest to do things. Right. Now, I don't know how true that is. You take it for what it's worth. I'm bring some car batteries. Never heard it's, that. Yeah, you know that's what they say. Yeah. A lot of times on these ghost investigations you can have a brand new battery and it gets completely drained but then people say sometimes if you leave the area your battery the battery power will come back well i had that digital camera i, I just bought those batteries on the way over there mm-hmm. put them in the camera we got in there i took about two pictures it went dead completely, completely dead because I, I tried to cut it back on and it gave me the blank battery you know like batteries are dead you need to change them i was like well this is bull crap well, we went to leave, and I got back, and I guess I think we were riding with David, Steve. I think we rode with him. And I looked at the camera after we left and turned it back on. Batteries were full charged again. Yep. Now that was that to me. That was the weirdest that. thing. And it wasn't until it wasn't until a, a couple of weeks ago that I told you about it. He yeah. sends me a text. He's like. Hey, do you remember the Red Cross? <laughs> He's like, check this out. Yeah. And it was just like a blog, well, I had, blog post. Well, I, I had been reading the blog post, and I was like, holy crap, look yeah. at this. You know? And other people have had that same thing happen. But the batteries go dead yeah, during the investigation. They went completely dead. I, I only took two or three pictures with the thing. Yeah, gone. But that yeah. was but that was just that, mean, was that, that was a spooky building. I mean, but I think it was just because it was so quiet and dark, and it was just spooky. And then the only lights on after we turned everything off was, was the, the red the exit freaking lights. Red exit lights. That was really <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> so all the hallways are cascading red. Yeah, uh, that was that was creepy. Now, what's that the was. story behind Old Man Joe's? Old Man Joe, you're supposed to get out, and I think you walk Where? out on this. It's, it's, I think it's up. It's up one of the one of the, like, not Patrick Highway or maybe I thought Ruby, it was out Ruby, Kellytown, Ruby Road or Kellytown. One of the, it's one of the out the roads that go out of town out into the country. I can't yeah. remember where, but you're supposed to park your car, you get out, and you walk over to the the edge of this little. It's I, it's the creek. I, I, yeah, I use the term bridge loosely. <laughs> it's, the causeway. It's, it's like a causeway with water that runs under it, and you're supposed to go out and say, "Old oh, man Joe, I got a light for your pipe," and you can hear him walking through the woods towards you. But what you're hearing out there is just the brook, you know, the babbling brook or yeah. a little just water running. That's all you're hearing. So, okay, we we went out and listened and, and checked that one out some years ago. I think that was the night, Steve. I think you were with us. It was with me, you, and John Speck were in the back of Steph with Stephanie and Lynn. We were on some dirt road somewhere. That was one of them. Yeah. And then we went to the Jacob Kelly house trying to see the the ghost okay. in there, but we didn't. You know, you can't go in there. But we stopped out front and walked right. around and looked and stuff. You didn't, we didn't see now anything. somebody told me a story about the Jacob Kelly house, and I'm trying to remember. I want to say it was whoever, maybe even owned the property. I think at the I, time. I think I had heard people say that it was uh, Gray Seegers. That's who it was. That somebody said he got pushed down the stairs. or something Yeah, there. that's the story. I've always the heard front that story. Porch and got pushed. Oh, off. was it front porch? Yeah, he had, oh, okay. he had gone up the front porch, and I want to say he was wearing like a Confederate flag shirt, or or there's something to do with a Confederate flag. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, was going a, up. It was a base for the Union Army when they came right. Through. But right. I, I don't think anybody died there, though. No. no. Well, I, during, during, I mean, not, not during the Union occupation. Yeah, Sherman's troops See, came through mm-hmm. there. Someone, yeah, they came right there. Everything. But someone told me that that's what they also treated um, the Union soldiers that had been injured got treated there. Well, they they weren't just in the house. They camped all around right. the area right. out there. Right. So, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But I had heard that he got pushed. Yeah, I've always heard that. I, I've never asked him. You know, I want to say it was him that told me that. During, it could have been. It could I want to say during summer school or something. I don't know. Yeah, that stands the reason you being in summer school. Yeah, well, I was held back. Then there's the, 
Hartzell's also got the Mexican Slaughterhouse, which I've never heard of. I've heard of it. Don't know where it is. I've always heard people talk about it. What's the deal? It's, it's an just, old white torn down house, no yeah. electricity. It, unfortunately, I'm reading from a website that doesn't give any instructions about where these places are. Right. This is drive out there late at night and you'll see a light on in the house and you can hear people talking. Then you can hear screams and people running out of the house. But I don't know where it is, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't either. There's, I bet it's one of those on Home Avenue. Those homes are crazy. Well, they, I've heard people say that's the house, but it's supposed to be out in the country somewhere. Because mm-hmm. there's two that are on the corner of First and, and Home. Across from the college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that's completely abandoned. Yeah, it's empty and, now. And, and it's, been, it's been empty for years, but now they've finally gone in and cleaned everything out and put it up for sale. No, I'm talking about the one did they, the one on the right they've put up for sale. The one There's one across the street. Yeah, but that's a, that's a couple. The one on the corner somebody lives in. It's the next house. Okay, yeah, but it's completely yeah. abandoned. But <laughs> ding a ding a ding a ding Sorry. The uh, but the one that they've got it for sale now, you know, Rebecca and I when we were first looking at houses. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't no. start. Don't start talking about houses. Cliff's going into a stroke. Um, but we went and looked at that one. No. And um, <laughs> when we pulled into the back, we pulled around the front, and Rebecca's like, "Oh yeah, we can go pull in the backyard, and we'll 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 look around." I was like, "All right." So I pulled in the backyard. As soon as we pulled in the backyard, she's like, "Get out of here." I hear I Mexican like, people being slaughtered. <laughs> she, I was yeah. like, why? She goes, she goes, there's something. Get out of this backyard. I don't know what it is. I just don't. She could not do the backyard. So I pulled on the road, and she was fine. We walked up onto the porch, looked through it. It does look uber creepy inside, but at the same time, it does look like it would be really cool if it was fixed up. Went back to the back, and I drove back through the backyard again just one more time. She's like, no, can I get out of here Yeah, right now? And there's the cemetery under Lincoln Village. Yeah, I've heard about that one. No, I never knew about that. It said there there is a, well, it said it said yeah. there's a Lincoln uh, the Lincoln Village Cemetery or there is a cemetery underneath, and you can hear uh, sounds of babies crying, people begging for help. Yeah, there was an old cemetery out there at the back of. Mm-hmm. I think it's the if you're facing Lincoln Village, it's on the, all the way on the left, that mm-hmm. last building, all the way at the back in that back corner. There used to be a cemetery back there. Well, they built the buildings over the cemetery. Nice. Some of it, yeah. Poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they exactly. moved the bodies? It doesn't, it just moved the head. No, Probably not. You didn't move the bodies. <laughs> Why? It says there's still, there's still graves back there. Yeah, there's, there's graves. graves in the woods over by the, the ditch and stuff. Creepy. Yeah, there's Prospect Church. Been there. It's an old church on Prospect Road. The name of the church is Prospect Church. Have I been out there? I don't. They, maybe. I want to say I did go out I there. Like that was the one where where we went, and as we left, I think Christy started hollering. She saw something in the window or something. Yeah, but I think it was yeah. just the reflection of the brake lights. Yeah, they say that on certain full moon nights, you can park your vehicle at the very last parking spot on the right of the church, and you can see a man moving the curtains as if in a struggle. From the last window on the second floor. Nice. Mm. Yeah, it was supposed to be upstairs. She said she saw something, but nobody else did. I remember the ghost stories that they used to tell us at school to to screw with us. There was one at Thornwell of a jet, not Thornwell. It was either, no, it had to be the junior high, the old junior high. I don't remember any from there. The art teacher told us a story about Jeffrey. And it was an extended weekend. Like I might have been around like Christmas. And Jeffrey always used to play hide and seek and get in trouble or whatever. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Do you remember that Crowley? Didn't we have art together with um, Miss Humphreys? Humphreys, yeah. Um, we might have. I had art with Miss Humphreys, and it was down in the basement. 
It was down at the bottom of the school. Yeah, it was down below. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I just, and, remember, but, I just but, remember my pottery came out really bad. It just didn't <laughs> look good at all. I remember drawing the picture of Igor Stravinsky, but it was you had to do it upside, upside down. down. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, she taught us that to draw mm-hmm. people upside down. You could draw it more accurately. Because it fools your brain into thinking uh, you're drawing something. You don't, you don't put down any preconceived notions of what you think something should look like. Now, that's art. Yeah. yeah if you draw people's faces... I do remember her talking about Jeffrey though. But it was Jeff and then but it was a like a long weekend and Jeffrey got left at the school. Yeah. And I died that. in the school. And supposedly you could hear Jeffrey Jeffrey, in the, Jeffrey, Jeffrey in the closet. Yeah, any any kind of unexplained whatever she would attribute to Jeffrey. I do remember that now. But that I remember the punchline on this one was she had somebody hiding in the closet. Yeah. And she said, Now some people say that Jeffrey hangs out in this closet and if you knock on the door, he'll knock back. And, of course, at junior high, you're trying to be skeptical, but you're still pretty much a kid. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. how old are you? Like 12, mm, yeah, 12, 12, 12, 13. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, she goes, let's try it out. And, of course, <laughs> we're all like, oh, my God. And she goes over and knocks on the door. All of a sudden, you hear, bam, 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 bam on the door. We we're all, like, about to wet ourselves. <laughs> and it was one of the other students that had been in there, you know, the teacher's pet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just remember she always used to call everybody turkey. Turkey. Oh yeah, yeah she hippie. did. She was a hippie. She was a hippie yeah. for real. Yeah. yeah, she. That was her insult to all students. She called him a turkey. I remember. I, I, I drew something. I, I used to. The way I learned to draw was I would copy things. I would set something down and then I would draw a picture of it. And I drew something out of a comic book one time and it was really good. So I took it to her to show it to her. And this is what soured me from taking art classes the rest of my high school and junior high. I would I never took another one. She accused me of tracing it. Nice. And I was just, it was I so was like, good. yeah, because it was so good. I had to trace it. There was nice. no way I drew that. And I was just like, you know what? Okay. Forget this mess. How about Colonel Cobb's tomb? Oh, yeah. Except, that, that one. except that's not his tomb. That's it. That's a memorial. His mm-hmm. actual grave is, is a few miles away. Uh, according to this, you'll hear somebody walking through the woods if you stick around there for a while. But you know what? But here's the thing. Somebody did get killed down there mm-hmm. some year. Do you remember that? Yeah. We Man rode down his the, wife, or no, she no, killed him she, or something her, like her, the husband killed her boyfriend. This woman had been having an affair. I can't remember who they were. I mean, they're all in jail now. But uh, they, they would meet down at the down at Colonel Cobb's tomb, and he went to meet her down there one night, and her husband had found out, and he was down there waiting. Well, he shot the dude in the head and blew his, the top of his head clean off. Well, we went down there to look, and obviously they still had police tapes and stuff up, but there was still mess. Wow. And we went down there and looked at it. And uh, so, yeah, somebody did get killed at Colonel Cops. They tried to drag him and put him in the river, but he was, apparently was a big dude, and he was too heavy. They couldn't. They couldn't. So they drug him a little you ways saw, away. You saw brain matter? Yeah. Cool. It was still out there. That's not cool. There's nothing cool about that. You really should get a job as as, as someone that does uh, a pathologist. or um, Yeah, because someone who nothing would affect him. Yeah. Cut this guy. I've helped embalm corpses before so yeah. maybe i could work Re- in a funeral home then that means our business plan is complete ben and i decided one time we would we would love to open up a funeral party right because, but neither one of us could do the because involving. we could be compassionate to people but we wouldn't touch the bodies here's our missing link That's right here right there so I, had a, I had a friend in columbia and just imagine if it had enough well, he was an embalmer and you and went in and, we, and i did, went with him one night he had, uh, two different occasions i went with him he embalmers are on call right so if yeah. someone dies and they got to go twice. We were hanging out. He got a call. Go. And I helped him embalm two different people. 
One one was a one was a really skinny elderly woman, and the other one was a really obese old man. Really, huh. I never knew that story about you. Yes, mm-hmm. now, I've watched autopsies done. Which I, is a, I couldn't watch any of that. Which I is them. completely. I mean, I didn't like get into the real nitty gritty. It's not like I was cutting the guy and sticking tubes in him like he had to do. Because you have to, where you, you have to you pop have to it, drain you have to drain all the bodily fluids out. I mean, he did all that. And I didn't do that, but you just did the makeup. <laughs> no, I helped, I helped him dress the guy because actually wow. we had a problem. You um, had to cut the suit up the back. We had to cut this. The 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 family wanted him buried in a certain suit. We had to put it on him. Well, you know, this guy was really obese, and he's laying flat on a metal slab. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we could pick him up. So we had to cut the back of the jacket. Well. We were having problems getting the jacket on, so I had to take one of his arms and bend it back. Oh God, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> bend it back so we could get get it back to the sleeve. I guess I guess yeah. rigor mortis was already uh, setting in. Setting in. Had to bend back his arm really far back, and I was afraid. It, I was afraid the the joint was going to snap and i was like but then he kind of got really morbidly you know humorous and he said well if you break his arm they're not going to know it we'll just we'll just I mean, stuff well, it down then right the yeah, they, they won't, won't see it but still god i was like still well, i don't want to break a dead guy's arm i can debone a chicken i can do that that's not a <laughs> I, I couldn't there's something now when i was mm-hmm. working in columbia we used to do body removal for the for the county if there was someone yeah. that died we would go in and we would you know, so the so the EMS would not get held up. We would go do that, and for the longest time, I didn't have a problem with it. And actually, you do get to a point where you become numb to it, numb and somewhat callous about it. And we actually had somebody that was morbidly obese. I want to say like 450 pounds. He was so big, we had to use two body bags on him. And as we were carrying him out the house, we had firefighters out there. We had another ambulance crew out there because he was so heavy. And as we were taking him out the front of the house. You know, that door is only so wide, so people had to start peeling off. Next thing you know, I'm going downstairs backwards, toting this stretcher, mm-hmm. and his body shifted, and the stretcher started to go. Uh-oh. And the other crew members <laughs> trying to trying to salvage it and keep yeah. it from falling, I was like, I let go and just let it fall. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, we dropped him. I was like. He don't care. I He's guarantee you, dead. he didn't feel yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> I said, I'm still alive and I am uninjured. This is not going to bother him at all. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. but you do get to I a point that. where you're just like, yeah. Get, yeah, it was pretty interesting. It was a learning stories. experience. There's two ghost stories out of a Lamar. Okay. okay. That does over there. me. Um, at the high school, there was apparently a female basketball player who was killed in a car accident the night of the final basketball game. They retired her jersey and her locker, uh, but legend says that on the anniversary of her death, you can see the girl's spirit playing basketball in the gym. Huh. Wow. And then that- there's one called the school church, and that's how it's, how it's listed. There's an old school that used to be used as a church. Many years ago, it's believed that a teacher and several children were infected with a deadly virus. The place is said to be haunted by the children and the teacher. That died in the building while under quarantine. I wonder where that is. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, that, I, I know. I know the website you're getting these from. Yeah, but it doesn't. Yeah, this, it, it just gives short back. descriptions. It doesn't say, mm-hmm. you know, take a left on Highway 34, yeah. go 2.5. You know, it doesn't give you locations. Probably because they're worried about a ton of people going out there. And well, why There's do a, they care? I mean, you know, yeah, they're I mean, just making the website. It's not like 
I mean, if I, if your house was haunted and I was sending people here, I wouldn't give a crap how many people I sent over here. I, that's your problem. Well, my old house in Columbia was haunted in Irma. Oh, uh, you got that right. <laughs> no, we, they, they say Dewey Carter Elementary School is haunted. Oh, my God, yeah, it was. I don't remember. Oh, my God. I only stayed there there for six months. I know. I only stayed there one night. And I'm surprised you didn't experience anything. He may have and just attributed to other stuff. Right. just not, you know. But I always heard heard footsteps walking through the house. We had the entertainment center um, sitting there on the wall that was opposite where the kitchen was. Mm -hmm. And that floor was kind of loose. And you could hear, like, any of the decorations that we had up on the entertainment, entertainment center jingle. Like somebody was walking by there and nobody was walking through the house. Oh, I, I knew, I just was convinced somebody, because you know, I slept in that little sunken room there yeah. on the couch in there and I heard somebody in the kitchen. I even at one point got up to go see who it was. They were making so much noise in uh, there. Yeah, that's the old, the, there used to be a carport. Right. right. It, was, yeah. it was a carport that was made into a room and, and I was like, who in the world's in there? Because I heard cabinets opening and somebody walking. I got up walking there and looked and there wasn't a soul in there. I was like, well, this is very disconcerting. <laughs> And then uh, the stereo used to just turn off and on for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, but I'll never forget because because uh, um, Ed Palmer was there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah, were helping right. me move out of the house. That's right, he was. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, they we all wake up and they're like, "Dude, why didn't you tell us the house is haunted?" <laughs> yeah, no doubt, because neither one of them had. Were, were there. I walked in there and looked. There was nobody there. I mean, and it was never anything that freaked you out. So I get, yeah. you know, I had just gotten used to everything. Well, it was like place. it was like at our old house over on Willis Drive. We got used to everything that happened there. Yeah, you just got. I mean, I mean, you know, I sat there in the room one time. It was just me and Christopher, and the light cut off over the the overhead light, and walked over there, and the switch was down. You know, I mean, and nobody had come into the room. It was just me and him. So I mean, just it just happened. You know, one house we lived up in. Um, up in Massachusetts, up in Auburn, which yeah. is outside of Worcester, Worcester, um, Worcester. That house, I, I, I was only there a little bit, but my family tells me stories, more stories of how all sorts of things happened there. But one night in particular, I'll never forget, bad thunderstorm had rolled up. And normally up there, they don't get the thunderstorms like, like we do here. You know, we're just kind of accustomed to when a bad storm comes up. You're just kind of used to it. Mm-hmm. But it was a bad storm, and the lights went out. And as soon as the lights went out, there was, um, which is, which is the creepiest part of the house. They had a basement where the laundry was. Yeah. That's where we stayed that week when we went up to. No, no, you're thinking of, we stayed on a uh, Drake lane. This was a house up in a different town. Oh, they only, okay. they only lived there six months. They, they yeah. hated it so much. They had to move. Oh, okay. But there was a, but it, but, but most homes up there forget, have that staircase. The homes that, in the North have yeah. basements and not attics. Right. Yeah. Um, but the door was open. And the lights, you know, kept on flickering. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge uh, crack of thunder. Lights went out, and that hallway door that nobody was near slammed shut. Dang. I mean, slammed shut to the point we left. <laughs> it was me and my aunt and my cousin. We were like, check, please. We're done. We're out of yeah. here. And I think we drove I think we drove through the storm to uh, Hoyoke to stay with my uh, my grandparents. Well, you know, uh, the, the house we lived on, Willis. When we moved in, you know, we for for constantly unpacking stuff. You know, we'd never got everything unpacked before. Even when we left, I still had boxes. But you know, you, we you also find things that the people that were there before you left, right? And Christopher had been telling Glenda about seeing a lady in the kitchen. Sometimes she would stand there. Sometimes she would float. You know, just weird stuff. And Glenda just wrote it off as like, all right, you know, it's a three year old's imagination or whatever, four year old, whatever it was. And she was going through a closet that was just inside the front door, and she found an old shirt box. Like, a, you know, the white boxes you have at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a clothing box, whatever. 
And she pulled it down and was opening it up. And, you know, this is stuff that had been there since we had moved in. Christopher was obviously three, whatever. He he had never seen that stuff up there. And she opened it up. She was sitting on the floor in front of the closet. And it was pictures of the lady that had lived there and her daughters and this and that. Like portrait pictures yeah. sitting down. And as she was looking through, Christopher walked in and he stopped. And he said, that's her, Mama. That's the lady I see in the kitchen. <laughs> Wow. And Gladys said she was like, oh. <laughs> you know, and then Will said that one time when he was a little, you know, able to talk, he said that he'll tell you today he used to hear somebody walking up and down the hallway there. And he said one time she came through the wall and tried to hug him. Wow. And he got scared and ran in there with me. And, you know, he did the time I heard her say, hey, in my ear when I was the only one at home. You talk about got freaked out. <laughs> I got dressed and got out of there and went on about my business. I had that happen. Um, not someone say, hey, but I've had that feeling. Um, at the radio station, I think. Um, yeah, but you, you, can, you can creep. You can, you can creep yourself out sometimes. And oh that's, my god! And had she not said "Hey" in my ear, I think I, you know, I might have been all right. I wouldn't know. Well, this was one I was I was just about to go on the air, and I swear, I mean, it was in the middle of the night, and I was just about to go on the air, and I, you know, that feeling where you know, you know, someone is behind you. And up to that I, point, I, nothing but, you know, the, the, it was yeah. great. Everything was fine. It was an old, scary building as it was, but you had gotten, I'd gotten used to it. But somebody was behind me to the point where I jumped up out of my chair. I threw my headphones down on the console and spun around like. Was that the one over towards Dylan? Yes. Oh, the one that didn't you work there, Steve? For yeah, a while? you worked there for a little bit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you worked there after the remodel when it looked nice. The one near Dylan? No, I worked the one in Sumter. Sumter is the one. That's right. I thought, uh, you, no, I thought one, you would work at Dylan, the one, too. No, we went to the one in no, Dylan. That's where Summer. he recorded the Stephen Rap. Yes. Because yes. he had to wedge himself into that recording booth because it was so full of stuff. And that was tiny. Yeah. That oh, was, yeah. So you went there before the renovation. But, yeah, oh, yeah it was in yeah. that building. And I was like, forget it. <laughs> now, the, uh, the, the radio station where I work now, yeah, I always had a weird feeling in there, but just kind of. Blow well, it off as there's there's a ton of electronic stuff know, in there. There's an awful lot of electromagnetic energy yeah, in that so building. So and they, and they say if you get around a really high field of that, it can make you feel weird. Yeah, and so. that's been. That, I mean, we've got a huge equipment room that is filled with nothing but you know uh, computers and right, transmitter stuff. Right. And but I'd always had a weird feeling. Now the weirdest thing that ever happened is I was in there, and when you're in there during the day. It's like being in a casino. There's no windows. There's nothing. You can't see outside. You are secluded in there. Mm-hmm. And I was there one night, voice tracking, recording, and uh, the lights, for no reason, went out. And that is a brand new level of dark. And then when they popped up, and I called Ben, or I think I even I may have texted him about it, all I could picture was a clown <laughs> standing in one of the studio windows. <laughs> but I was in there just completely freaked out. That would suck. <laughs> please what? don't be a clown. Please don't be a clown. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just don't look. Keep your eyes closed. It'll all go away. It'll all go away. <laughs> well, since then, I've always had just this weird, creeped out feeling anytime I go up there late at night. Well, I decided to share this story with a couple of the other people, and they're like, oh, yeah, things happen up here. So... Um, Dave Baker has told stories where he's been in there and all of a sudden all the hairs on the back of his head will stand up and our back of his neck. And he, to the point one time thought somebody was in the building was so convinced he walked out of the studio and started screaming, who's here, who's here. You don't need to be in here. <laughs> Freaked him out. Well, he then tells a story of one of our new employees is our sales manager for the whole company. That as he was going, there's an upstairs and a downstairs. As he was coming downstairs, he caught out of the corner of his eye what looked like a shadow walking from one office to the next. I was like, all right, well, that could be, you know, 
something in his eye or just you know just mm-hmm. an optical illusion because there's with all the windows and it stuff up there there glau- are a bunch of a glaucoma a glaucoma well, <laughs> well i asked him about it i was like so you saw a shadow walk from room to room he's like no i didn't see a shadow i was like oh dave must have been making it up he's like i saw a woman float from one office to the next he was drunk he said, and I even asked, I was like, have you, we, we piss tested you recently? I mean, <laughs> and he's like, no. And he described the dress that she was wearing. Wow. And said that, yeah, went from one room, floated to the next. So now I make sure I do anything I have to do during the day. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Because I went up there one night after that story and I just could not, I could not focus, couldn't concentrate. I was like, something's looking at me. Something's looking at me. I was like, don't look out the windows. Just look at the computer monitor. Do what you got to do and just, just get the hell out of here. And scurried out of there like somebody was walking after me. It was unnerving. Wow. You've never had anything? No. I have not, but what you're talking about, I've had I've had dreams like that. And oh, where you see I'm something. in a dream and I've I've dreamt that I was in a haunted place and yeah. that there was a that was actually a ghost and I mean wouldn't see anything. Be invisible, but Within my dream, and I know now it was just brain states, just the way my chemical brain states were set up, I would actually, within the dream, you know, I could feel something was in that room with me. Yeah. And it was just such an unnerving and frightening feeling. I'd wake up, and I'd be sweating, and I was relieved to wake up. You know, <laughs> yeah. I had dreams like that. I'm no, sorry. I've never had an experience like that in real life, no. I'm sorry, Bay. Can I call you next time it happens? No. And you comfort me? <laughs> comfort him on the phone. Absolutely not. Well. All right. Well, uh, thanks for uh, joining us for another show. If you have, if you got any creepy stories, share them with us. Where should we have them send it? To our Facebook page? Sure. Just email it to us. Write it on the Facebook page. Put it on the Facebook page. page. If you have any scary story, Link. Um, send it to us. Uh, put it on our Facebook page, and we'll uh, we'll get them all up there for Halloween, or you put them up there for Halloween. We'd love to hear if you've got any creepy experiences, or if you've been to any of these places that we've talked about. And no more dirty pictures. Don't send us those. Yeah. I've well, seen plenty of things I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> Only in his dreams. So uh, check us out on our uh, our website, onlyfunnyandus.com. Don't forget we're on iTunes. Just about any uh, area that you can listen to podcasts, we're on. Thanks Pretty to much. Cliff for doing that. Uh, Facebook page. Our Twitter account is beginning to to skyrocket. So make sure you jump on the uh, Twitter bandwagon. Over thirteen hundred followers. That is awesome. If you're not alone, so j- join us. You know you want to be a part of us. All right, that was too much. A little yeah. more. Than that. Oh, wow. Uh, Christmas season is coming up, so do all your shopping on Amazon through our link on our website, onlyfunnydoes.com. It only takes you one extra click, and it uh, helps us out. And uh, we encourage you to shop heavily. Very heavily. Yeah, yeah. Oh, heavily. I thought heavily. you said heavily. Heavily. <laughs> heavily. Heavily. Use some consonants. Oh, I don't have And any. don't forget, you've got one more week to go by the Gibsons at 105 Greenwood Avenue to drop off your canned goods and Amen Dwayne's uh, bucket she puts out by the road. Going to donate those after the 31st to the uh, Christian Interfaith Ministries. Or And how's that coming along? Is it... I, I I don't know. I I'll have to ask her for an okay. update. I, I don't. I see know. you keep um sharing it on your Facebook. I sh- yeah, page. I try Whatever to share the picture. It, yeah. yeah. So go by and do that. Um, they they will not shoot you. No, nope. <laughs> they just bring they the cans not. up. 
and uh, do it, and that's and that's really cool of them to do that. Yeah, she does it every year, every year. Good, good job. Very nice. All right, so until next time, uh, do we have some words of wisdom? Yes, yeah, Steve's to- going to give us some words of yes. wisdom today. Steve, you got any closing thoughts for everyone? Yes, we do. I have um, a very genuine closing thought. <laughs> What's so funny? I, we don't know yet. What's you so and the word genuine just generally don't go together. What's so funny, no, Bay? Nothing, Bay. Go ahead. Oh, God. Okay, Bay. Y'all are killing me with that you now. both of them. See, this is an example of desensitization. Yeah. Now. Well, say that again. Desensitization. <laughs> I knew he Thank couldn't you. do it. <laughs> now, just okay, remember, and, and this is actually, this this actually, I took my own advice, and I'm retroactively You know how far he's gone. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, here it is. You'll get everything that you want in life if you lower your expectations. <laughs> that and is that's serious. what I did this hour. I lowered my expectations. <laughs> is that how you were able to survive with us? To expect my friends to be respectful and not use a word that I could not stomach. You're right, now, babe. hey, it doesn't bother me anymore. So, hey, it worked. <laughs> Find a new word. All right, boo. Excrement. How about bay? <laughs> Yeah. So Baby poo. <laughs> Curly. Good night. Say it. Good night.